welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Stick of Context. Why did you tentatively accept the calendar invite? You're here. I was just letting you know that. Yeah, don't have to do it tentatively. You can just say, I'm here. Accept the invite. You can say no. What fun is that? You don't know my schedule. I don't know. I'm important. I know your schedule because you said you could record right now. Oh, I did, didn't I? Dang. You got That's me. true. You, you did tell us your schedule. So yes, you did. <laughs> that sort of invalidates your a large portion of your argument. <laughs> uh, man, I have been I've been in Zoom meetings all day and all every single one of them was dumb. And I, I so wanted this one's going to be the same. You're welcome. No. <laughs> I, we call this consistency. It's a service we provide. You're yeah, it's welcome. true. <laughs> with this one, I can actually like talk and communicate with it. Other ones, I just had to like sit there and just be like, I can't, I can't listen, that's nothing. true. Yeah, the those were I was in one that was like like an hour and a half long and it talked about um this new since instead of doing uh monthly uh pay periods, we're gonna do uh, bi weekly stuff and they they were te- teaching us how to do the new system, which is complete garbo. And I, I just wanted to sit there in the little comment section, just sit there and twiddle away. And you know, just kind of voice my opinion. But my supervisor was also in that same meeting. I was like, nah, I can't. Best not do that. Oh, so I I sat there and took notes like a good good kid. Good job. And then I had to go out and the hundred degree weather and see people. So I it was a, it extended a long day for me. That sounds pretty rough. I'm glad it didn't get that hot here today because yuck. Yeah, it was uh it was nice and nice and toasty today. Uh usually we're supposed to to kind of look a little bit more like they prefer like slacks and like a polo. But I told my supervisor, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna put my you know hiking pants on and wear a t-shirt. And he's like, I dude, that's fine. And went out there and, and talked to this guy for about you know 30 minutes and I was just sweating. Like my my mask, there was a nice little sweat ring around my mask that I was wearing. Like it was it was so gross, and I had to sit in the car for about ten minutes just to cool down. Like it was bad. Mm, <laughs> that that was my day. What do you guys been up to? Similar, but my meetings were all in person today, back at work, Ooh. and so <clears throat> it's meeting time. Ooh-hoo. It's all very very tired. Because yesterday, uh, I only had meetings like half of the day. So it was kind of like the, here's the new plan, here's the welcome back, the precursor meeting. And then the other half of the day was like, do whatever thing in your room. So that yeah. was good for me, make my room not look like trash. Like, that's what I was doing. <laughs> and then, uh, but today it was basically meetings. All day, Ugh. all day long. Wow, <laughs> gross. So it was very, it was very a lot of sitting, 
a lot of like <laughs> I'm really tired now of just sitting here. <laughs> uh, I, unlike Aaron, did not keep my opinions to myself. So I didn't know you're supposed to do that, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I know any longtime listeners will be shocked by that. I'm sure, right? Like, oh no, wow, who who would have guessed that? But what? <clears throat> Not necessarily bad ones, but just think concerns and things and confusions that people that I had. I was like, well, what are you talking about? I don't know what that means. So like that kind of thing. So it was that uh, yeah, today. So. You know, uh, I got you. We're tired. Very <laughs> sleepy. Very hmm. tired. Yeah, I have uh, the today and yesterday. Oh, yeah, Colin's time... about to be like, "Yeah, shut up. Let me tell you about being no. tired." <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, the, the only thing I'm going to say is, is it sounds like we've been all in meetings. Um, but between yesterday and today, by the time we get off the phone call, I will have done over eight hours of zoom interviews with people <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> which is there terrible. we go which it's is a lot yeah no like t- like yesterday i did three but two of those went over an hour and a half and then today i also did three and one of those went to an hour and a half and then i'm gonna do this one and i'm just like Oh my! Like, who knows how long this will be? Who the knows? mystery. That's, what, that's what I was like. I was like, it's at least. I'm just calling it. It's eight hours. Of this one. Yeah. Like, I just rounding at that point, and that's that's probably being on the conservative side. Yeah, you never know. True. But I will tell you, it is. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you guys get. I don't know. I don't know. This, if you guys get like this, like I, I consider myself very outgoing. Uh, I enjoy talking and being in front of people, but my goodness, is it exhausting? Uh, I, yeah, it's a, uh, <sighs> yeah, I feel that way. Like, you know, it's like, I don't always, I don't always enjoy it for that reason. Right. Cause it, people are, you know, I am a very extroverted person again, not yeah. shocking, obviously, mm-hmm. but like, it's tiring to be that on for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like when you're at school, like when I'm at work, right, you are in the mode all the time. You always are in this like hyper kind of state, or at least I am like when I'm on, you know, going, going, going. And it can be really like when you get home, you're just like, I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> I've met my like I've met my people in quota for a long time, especially now since I haven't seen any people in like a year. It feels like so now I'm like, yeah, oh no. All <laughs> I had the <clears throat> the teacher thing happens like when you go back to school after the summer and you start talking a lot. All of a sudden, your voice doesn't really work. And you're like, <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, because <clears throat> you had to talk to you had to talk to people for you know seven eight hours today. So I'm like, oh no. <laughs> 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 yeah and, and again that, listeners might might have noticed i'm not exactly a quiet talker so like it's very <laughs> <laughs> no one ever says what's that i can't hear you so uh <laughs> like <I'm, clears throat> never have i ever not been able to hear brandon talk yeah right? that's that's not a problem that i have you know people today are all like they're talking they're kind of like moving their masks around now nah, i'm just like boom shouting out like here we go <laughs> made for this <laughs> yeah right <laughs> who cares it's fine uh so 
Yeah, but that's <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think that part of that idea of going, oh, are you, oh, oh, you're extroverted, like you, you're gonna, you love being in front of people, but part of it too is going. You may be ex- extroverted, but I still think there's a side of thing like being. Some people get energized from being from doing that kind of interaction, and you can still be extroverted, but it still be really draining. Yeah, it's and very not draining. Energized, right? Like, so yeah. I still I think there are those people who. They are extroverted. They get energized. They get energy from the crowd or from talking to people or for that kind of engagement. And other people, it's extroverted, but it's like work. But they still enjoy it. Yeah, I I, I definitely get that energized for like a short term. Right, it's a very short term, like for a little bit, and then it really starts to drag you down. Like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I can't even. But yeah, then someone else, someone the other part of my personality is someone will say something, and I'll have to be like. Well, I can't not say something in response to that. So here we go. Like, I can't, I can't just let it sit there, you know. Even if it's just a, a comment or like a, you know, I have to say something because, you know, I'd have to be like, wait, 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 what? That happened a lot this afternoon in our sure. elementary meeting, you know. <clears throat> not like bad, but, you know, like we're talking about part of the thing was like, uh, one of the things that we talked about today was the, and that we're, we introduced a topic today. It's going to be continued uh, uh, next week, I think, for a second round. But like, what happens if we have to go virtual again? Right. So, uh, what does that look like? So, we've contracted with some sort of company, obviously, right? These companies, side note, these companies are going to be making bank this year. Should have, <laughs> I should have invested in one of these online companies because, like, Days after school started canceling in the spring, I started getting emails. Hey, need help uh, preparing for virtual learning? Check oh out gosh. blah, blah, blah. Like 7,000 of those emails do I have in my inbox that are in the trash folder, right? Because I'm just like, nope, nope, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying things. What are you talking about? Get out. But so we've contracted with that, but nobody really knows what that means. Like, what is it? How does it work? What does that mean for all the curriculum I already have? Like, you know, we don't really have the answers. We just kind of know these vague things. Like, you know, because a lot of it for the elementary is like, okay, well, what about a first grader who doesn't use online learning ever? Right. Right. So we need a program that's able to be used for them. But also in the sixth grade land, like we use online stuff all day, every day already. So like, they're like, oh, you got to use this. I'm like, yeah, but I already have this other thing though. Right. Like my Google classroom is like, it's done. Right. It's there. Like all that stuff is go. There go. Use that done. Right. So what does that, what does that mean? Like, is there other resources included in this thing or is it just a platform? What in the world's going on? So, uh, more answers forthcoming, but like, that's what I couldn't keep my mouth shut about today. It was like, you know, my teaching style, my classroom space, uh, is not a lot of the things that we do are not compatible with online, just like how I function. You know what I mean? Because there's lots of discovery, lots of interaction, lots of discussion, that kind of thing. Uh, that so I I don't have material to just like dump online because I have like these big slideshow things. But a lot of it's talking, 
pausing, having kids look up stuff, talk about stuff, write some stuff down, look up more stuff. You know what I mean? It's very interactive. Uh, <clears throat> so, like, does this thing have material that I can be like, oh, that's like what I do. Let's slide that in there. Sure. So that they can supplement my classroom discussion time with some sort of activity that I don't actually possess currently. You know what I mean? Yeah. The answer to that question is maybe, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But then, you know, somebody was like, well, if we're even doing the virtual, if we have this, why are we even here? You know, why, why don't the kids just do that only? You know, I mean like, okay, yeah, I get that for like safety thing. That makes sense. But like, you know, also, if you're not in my class, you're really missing out on a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Sure. You miss out on a lot of things by not being there. You miss out on, again, that discussion, that group discussion is really powerful. You miss out on expertise, not just mine, but other students. You know, they have knowledge that we need to share. So, like, that's what you miss out on in the online space. You don't get that, you know, and some of that stuff. So, yeah. You know, I kind of said that because her comment was more like, well, what am I even doing wasting my time here right now if we're just going to be online in a month anyway? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that makes sense. But also, yo, don't diss me like that. I'm good at this. Stop it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. doing this. Right? Yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to be doing this in person. Like, this is where. Yeah. I want- and it's going to. Yeah. Is it going to suck? Absolutely. You know, it's going to be terrible. I mean, not terrible, but it's going to be hard. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but, uh, our school has basically said, uh, you don't come in without a mask. You don't go anywhere without it done. Hmm. That's it. So mask for everybody. They're, they're even buying everybody, students and staff, like those face shieldy things. Oh, like facial deals to wear like with your mask and stuff when you're in the hallway so boom yo look at that (coughs) so mascarino so they they said you know oh if you're like the little kids you know if you can spread out far enough you can wear like only the face shield you know blah blah blah. sixth grade has kind of decided uh two of our sixth grade teachers are in the high risk category uh, and we're going to have to wear the masks anyway. And our rooms aren't big enough to move far apart. So, yep, mask for you. Just staying on the classroom. No big deal. It's fine. Like, got to wear it anyway. So, just keep wearing Like, so. <laughs> so, that was pretty good. I was happy about that. It's like, okay, well, I feel slightly better now about this whole situation. Knowing mm-hmm. that we have administration and a board that's taking it seriously. And <laughs> and that was pretty good news. Man. A plan. We have a big plan. Uh, compared to some of the other schools in the area, our plan is like excellent. You know what I mean? It's like this <laughs> multi-page document. There's like all this stuff in there. There's all these procedures for everything. Like some other, like some of the bigger schools in the area. There's like uh, a bulleted list. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. What now? Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> that's good. We'll see how it goes. Again, we'll see how long uh, we're in session. 
before, you know, something happens and the county health department's like, yeah, no. Yeah. Right. Yank, yank the plug out. So, yeah. Now, so the question, um, if, if a student or faculty member does test positive, is that it? There's no like closing and then coming back or would you, well, we don't know exactly. It sort of depends on, uh, that's some of the stuff we started talking about today, and there's more details about that forthcoming. Uh, it has to do with uh, where and whom, right? So, like, if it's a student, like, maybe uh, if it's in the elementary where they're self-contained in classrooms, they might just quarantine and virtualize that class, right? Uh, sure. So I don't really know... Nobody actually asked the question, what's it going to take for us to shut down? Mm. Right. What's the limit? Like, what's the hard, uh, that question might be asked tomorrow. So we'll see, but like, <laughs> yeah, nobody okay. asked the, what's the line? Where does it stop? And again, it might not even be our school. Our school might be okay, but like one of the other major schools, they might have like a big thing and the county might just say, nope, done. You know, for however long. So we'll see. Many to be determined, but eh, we'll see how it goes. Lots of, but I think they're at least taking it seriously. And that's the good part. Makes me feel slightly better about all this stuff. <clears throat> I also made um, <clears throat> the official social distancing ruler. Today, the official one, the official one. I taped two yardsticks together. Oh my god! <laughs> I have a six foot long yardstick. Oh my god! Down, down. Because because even in the sixth grade, we have absolutely no idea about distances, right? You could tell somebody six inches and six miles, and they'd be like, "What? I don't. What's that mean? I don't know." So, like, it really helps to visualize things. Was another good reason that I walk around the class fidgeting with a meter stick all the time. Because in science, it comes up and they're like, how long is that? And I just kind of go, about this long, you know, I can show them. (laughs) Yeah. Or we can count floor tiles when they like, how many feet is that? We just count the floor tiles because they're all one foot squares. We just go, it's this long from me to the wall. That's what we're Mm -hmm. talking about here. (laughs) So because I don't think we have a good grasp on six feet of horizontal distance, you know, and they're like, well, why do I have to wear this thing in the classroom? Like, uh, as you can see. We cannot all be this far apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's physically impossible. Let so, me put this into some context for yeah, you. Oh, look, a stick of context. So I have <clears throat> I have the social distancing ruler uh, for demonstrative purposes. I might carry it around for a while. Who knows? It's very like Gandalfy. I kind of like it. Uh, that's what I was just about to picture you, like <laughs> striding through the halls with your cloak billowing behind you. That may or may not happen. We okay. would be, we'll see. But um, <laughs> the, the angry wizard brooding in the corner, yes. stroking his beard. Perfect. I like this. I like this. I do too. Go for it. Just quote Gandalf things all day long and see how long it takes before someone catches on. It's my favorite thing. <clears throat> just saying random quotes and then seeing if anybody gets it. Today, the answer was no. I remember when I said something. Oh, I quoted a Boy George song. I quoted, I sang part of Karma Chameleon. Uh, Why? Uh, we were doing some sort of weird game 
and like on this app called Quizlet and huh. the uh yeah you were, we were taking it was at the end of our little session about um special education and special education department and stuff and she had made this presentation and <clears throat> the end was that she put these questions in there and we had to get in these groups and sort of like answer the questions together and it assigned us the chameleon as our mascot uh, and it, they're like they said something and I was like eh, you know it's fine we come and go and nobody, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be a, I mean it's like we've got good karma we come and go and they and nobody I had nothing it's like well maybe next time I, <laughs> I think we need to get you a shirt and all it says was it's a bit obscure and that's and just, that's fair <laughs> That's fair. That could be my official little brother shirt. That's what I'll say. Yeah, right. be- <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, it's a bit of When you get to merchandising levels, we'll get there. I know. <laughs> we can make the font like hazy, so it's like a joke. Uh-huh. 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 See? Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm sorry, what is that? I can't have a hard time reading that. I know, like, it's, it's you're a right. bit obscure. You're welcome. Yep. <laughs> It'd be great. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of a bit obscure. Yes. I saw a post this week online and I almost died laughing. Oh? Yes. <clears throat> and uh it it said It's like this is just a reminder that the game is still ongoing and you just lost again. Oh jeez. <laughs> Uh, ew. It's good. Ew. It's good. Ew. <laughs> Why? Why? Uh, uh. <laughs> that was pretty funny, though. But I thought, <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> my first thought was actually oh no I've been winning for so long <laughs> uh, 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 uh. wow <laughs> uh, I thought it was great and uh, based on the comments on the post you could tell somebody people that actually had no idea what I was talking about so sure. they, it was great fun But very speaking of obscure, there you go. There's your okay. obscure reference for today, for the, for the month, um, for the fiftieth time. Oh, but jeez, there you go, there you go. You haven't thought about it either, have you? No, Boom. I haven't. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> Add it to my list. Oh, uh, uh, update on, uh, uh, Bollywood film. Uh, oh, I, I, <clears throat> I have almost done now. Nope. I haven't watched any more of it. Uh, so I, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> very quick update, very quick update. Unfortunately, I'm still an hour and 11 minutes in and waiting. Uh, well, I mean, when you're on Zoom calls for 47 hours a week, um, <laughs> it's hard to find time to watch lengthy Bollywood movies. I, I am going to be house sitting tomorrow through Sunday, so 
Oh, all the way through Sunday. Yes. Oh. Yeah. 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 So I have some time for that. It's true. They don't house sit much anymore. So this is interesting. I was surprised when you said that. Yeah. It's, um, it's not a lot of people do it. I mean, when we first started out, yeah, we were exclusively house sitting to the point where we wouldn't be in our house for our apartment for like a month at a time. And we sat multiple houses and Megan and I kind of split up the city in different sections. <laughs> like, okay, well, you're staying at this house for the next four days, and I'm staying at this other house for five days, and we're going to, you know, work it. So it's just a lot of work um, and really takes you out of your groove uh, for your schedule. And here in town, uh, people are more spread out. Um, the t- like the houses, they're kind of further away uh, mm-hmm. from people when we have gotten requests. And so, it's hard to keep it within our, our service radius. Um, but we've done it uh, just a small handful of times since moving here. Yeah. Cause I remember we used to do it just like all the time, like forever. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what we started. That's basically all we did. We didn't do daycares. We didn't do drop-ins. We didn't do, well, we do, we would do drop-ins, but we wouldn't do walks or boarding. It was, uh, we will stay at your house while you travel to Europe and check in on things. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's worth <laughs> Which is, I mean, I got to say, like, it's nice. I mean, you do get these. I was telling Megan the other day, like, there was also this, this streak where, like, I think both her and I were heaviest into our true crime murder mystery documentary kind of things. And so, distressing. There, <laughs> being in a strange house because house. Right? Yep. all houses have weird noises they make you know so like yep. you're in some strange house it's all weird and dark there's a creek you're like oh i die right now here it is yep. <laughs> or or the like like this child something just feels weird about this house like the client was kind of distant and blah blah and so you're laying in bed at night going Huh, did they murder somebody and they're hidden in the basement? Did you and, do that? Like, and, I'm going to go look and, in the freezer. <laughs> yeah, no, like, okay, so like, yeah, you're going to creep. Like, you you, you respect privacy. You don't open all of the bedroom doors, but you're going to be like, okay, I need to at least know what's here. Uh, so if anything moves <laughs> or if that secret panel pops open, at least I'm ready to, you know, go and tackle it's the true. person. But yeah, you'd be like, hmm. I is there a secret compartment in the garage where the bodies are hidden that I need to go double check uh, <laughs> just so that I can report this and not have my fingerprints found all over the place? <laughs> Aaron, I have a question for you. Are you picturing Colin sneaking around a house like Don Knotts in Private Eyes right now? So I not not the Don Knotts, but I am kind of like picturing <laughs> like kind of like it's one of those like Quentin Tarantino scenes where the like, the camera is in the room. And like, oh, Colin, you see Colin like opening up and going, "Oh, that's there," and then like closing the door, but having like the person's dog like behind Colin, oh, just kind of like having no context of what's in the room, just like yeah, and just like just like kind of like follow like the dog is like following Colin around, and like the dog is having like an inner monologue with itself, and it's <laughs> as I watch this strange man enter my my owner's home. I started to contemplate what the full and so like just something kind of like to that effect of wow. <laughs> I, I just I, it, the image just came to me of of Colin doing like his you know just slow and like his eyes all big like oh that's there and like just slowly closing it and like making a mental note of it 
Like, I definitely don't. went with more like private eyes and then like every little noise he would like run away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or so, when they're in in the uh the the movie Clue, like oh, oh yeah, like, oh, <laughs> it happened in here and like him running like Tim Curry. Yes. <laughs> I was I mean the Tim Curry runs pretty accurate from most of my interactions in people's homes. Um but I mean, there is also the so we so when we would sit like the really large homes, the the nice part of the neighborhood by the country club or you know what, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you definitely when you're sitting in a house that is completely new and it's like five thousand square feet. Yeah, you're like, who I uh, I am all of a sudden very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, smaller homes, you you get used to that easier. Uh, but yeah, it was always in those the really big ones. We're like everything's nice, but it's also really creepy. The one with oh like more nooks and crannies. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> no, seriously, exactly. Where you're like, like, well, all those cupboards sure are nice to hide in, right? <clears throat> Second obscure reference of the day. So then you start remembering all those really dumb chain letter emails that you used to get in middle school, right? And like, forward <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this on, yeah. Is that why 2020 is so bad? None of us forwarded those emails. I just it's just just took till now to to catch up with everybody. No, I you know <laughs> I think that's pretty good. That's about as good as any. I mean, I <laughs> saw. Was it? Did you guys? Were you? Did you guys send it to me that China went and locked down certain areas because of a bo- breakout of the bubonic plague? Oh yes, they quarantined yeah. a whole entire village in Mongolia. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> oh, on a happy note, uh, today, uh, peek behind the curtain, August twelfth, twenty twenty, is actually a pretty uh, historic day in Missouri. It is the first sighting in Missouri of a brown-footed booby. Really? On the current river of all places. Really? Ah. Yeah. Look at it. Up. What year? That's pretty cool. This year. Today. No, the f- oh. Yeah. The first oh, no, ever. No, I, oh, I didn't catch that part. Not first Not ever since. First ever period. For those of us, for those listening, Colin, that have no idea what you're talking about, what on earth is a brown? footed booby if you would please like to elaborate slightly oh well they are um they're a, a, typically a seabird found in the caribbean and the Aha. pacific coast around central america and so they do migrate around but not here they don't it's really it really is an anomaly to to see especially a tropical bird yeah here in the ozarks like, yeah they have i mean it's hot enough so like Right. Well, cool. they hey. think that with, the, with some of the recent weather patterns, the really big storms that we've had pushed through yeah. may may have actually pushed this bird off course, it, it, off course and way inland uh, because they don't they don't do that. Really? Yeah. I mean. That's pretty wild. <clears throat> yeah. Neat. So I think I think uh, it's pretty cool. I don't know. They're just kind of checking on it. I don't. It seems to be very confused obviously it's like uh wait a yeah. minute this is not what i suppose it's not so i don't know if there are any plans to to relocate it or to drive it back somewhere i think they're just going to kind of let it do its own thing and monitor it but see where it goes yeah see if and then, if, and then later if they're like okay bro that's the wrong way let's go this way like, right. <laughs> yeah yeah but 
Yeah, I, I was, yeah, I saw that. I was like, you know, everyone's heard of the blue-footed booby. Probably. Of course, the most famous. Yeah, most you know because it's just funny to say, but um, and its feet are so blue, so right. literally all the blue. Um, I know it's funny because the the headline was like, "Blue-footed booby makes a rare appearance in Ozarks," and I was like, "You mean first? You mean first appearance? Yeah, 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 you don't be rare. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, sure, it is never rare. before it's, happened. Right, never before. It's so rare. It's never happened before. It's so rare. It's literally never happened before. <laughs> That's fine. It's the rarest. <laughs> but I see. I see the. I see the word rare, and I'm like, oh, how long ago was the last one? Or like, yeah, what, like how frequently least, is this? Yeah, at least more often than. Never. So that's yeah, a very- yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> so I was like, oh, let's write a little better headline, guys. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They probably don't know what to do with that. Like, we, what do I do with this headline? This is a mysterious headline. <laughs> so, so did someone like catch it or are they just kind of like, like, is there a field cameras out monitored? Or, is there, like, or was it one of those sweet boy. things where someone's like, took a picture and like, dude, what the heck is this? I've never seen this before. No, seriously. A lady and her family were, were rafting down the current river and we're taking pictures of wildlife and we're like, huh, that's a weird bird. And took a picture of it <laughs> and then posted it on Facebook. And we're like, we saw this today. And people were like, what <laughs> and, the, and so the state where are ornith- you the, yeah exactly the state ornithologist was like could you tell me more <laughs> and sure enough uh brown-footed booby and it was just because some people were kayaking that day right and just happened to yeah. see this thing right it's just wild wow that's pretty cool that that uh basically that exact same thing happened uh, on the last night's episode on Shark Week. That's right, it's Shark Week, the best week of the year. Uh, anyway, it is. sorry. Uh, last night they were doing one, and um, the, first of all, I would just like to say this week's or this year's Shark Week episodes, brilliant so far. Um, <laughs> anyway, there's been a bunch of like weird ones with like celebrities beco- overcoming their fears of sharks. They had three of those. One of them was Mike Tyson. Weirdly, uh, I I see him on on like <laughs> no, in, no. On, on Instagram and stuff, and I'm like, is he is he hosting Shark Week? Like, is he, he had a show? Shark? He had a show. It was Ugh. it was okay. It wasn't bad. Uh, it's weird to see Mike Tyson being afraid of something. So that was interesting. There was another one with Shaq. That one was not as good. And then last night there was one with Will Smith, which was also not as good. Uh, <clears throat> but there's been some really excellent shows about like like uh how the quarantine and stuff has affected shark populations because there's no boats anywhere. Oh, sure. And there's no like extra noise and vibration in the water. Like what's happening to these sharks. <clears throat> like they're kind of doing different stuff than we normally see them doing because it's like more normal, you know, quote unquote normal sea conditions without all these boats everywhere. Uh, and how that works. And there was another really good one about, um, <clears throat> Like shark, uh, like sizes, you know, because the conservation efforts that we've been doing for the for the last little bit, like in some areas, might be working fairly well because some of the sharks are getting enormous, like sizes that haven't been seen in decades, because it takes sharks so long to get that big. 
and before they were being hunted and killed and all that stuff. <clears throat> so the sizes of the sharks were much smaller. So like what we thought of as a normal size shark was like, you know, 14 feet long for like a great white in this case. But these sharks are like 17, 18 and a half, 19 and a half feet long. And you're like, oh my gosh. And this is like a historic size that hasn't been seen in, you know, like I said, decades. Yeah. So <clears throat> that was kind of cool. Isn't someone, didn't they find like a new species of like hammerhead shark that's like coming out more towards um, like beaches? Was that a thing? That, yeah, like, they, I think that's the episode it. that's on tonight that I ah. watched part of earlier. Uh, yeah, in Florida, like a possibly new species of hammerhead shark. But uh, the reason I brought this up is there was an episode last night with that Forrest Galante guy that we've talked about before. Uh, mm-hmm. The guy that does that looking for extinct or, you know, not animals that you don't see very often. Right. Uh, there was one last night with him and he was looking for these like hyper rare sharks off the coast of South Africa. Uh, one of the reasons that nobody has seen them and they're in this like really deep water reefs and the water is like fast moving, deep, mm. great, like inaccessible, you know? And so he was doing that. He was looking there for one and... <clears throat> Uh, I can't remember the names of them right now, but he was looking for the, one of them was a species of ray. You know, it's like, oh, where's this? Where's this ray? I'm looking in this. He was looking in this saltwater lake, and he's like, normally I would just dive in and kind of go snorkeling around, but you know, this lake has bull sharks, Nile crocodiles, and hippopotamuses in it. So I think I'm going to stay on the boat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a smart plan, sir. I like that plan. Yes. <laughs> yes. But they were looking and doing all this stuff. And this dude just called them up. They'd been in there for, you know, two weeks or whatever. And this guy calls. He was like, Hey, I took some weird video. I videoed some weird sharks. Uh, he's a dive master. He's like, I got some weird videos, some stuff I want to show you. See what you think about it. It's like, oh, okay. And him and this other shark guy went down there. Uh, and I apologize. Cause I can't remember his name right now. Either he's like one of the shark expert dudes, right? <clears throat> he's like discovered more species of shark than anybody else. And they show up and he's uh he's like, Hey, check this out. And the guy goes, Holy cow, that's the Austin's guitar shark. Like, I discovered that two years ago, and this is the first one I've ever seen alive. Like, what? Wow. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Like he'd only seen dead ones and found dead ones in like fishing nets and classified the species. He's like, this is the first living footage of one I've ever seen. And yeah, the guy's like, hold on, I got another one. And they showed this, like, it was like a ray looking thing, but it's the ray that they were looking for earlier in the lake. He's like, yeah, I just have this video of this thing. I don't know what it is. And he's like, holy cow. What's up? (laughs) It's like, it's the thing they've been spinning weeks, like looking for. And this guy's like, hey, I got this video. Like, (laughs) it's okay. Yeah. What do you think? He's like, holy cow. What the heck? And they, yeah, they found it. It was a, cause he was night diving, I guess, off something. He just found it sitting there eating a clam or whatever. And he's like, what in the heck? Oh my gosh. This is so crazy. Like freaked out. It was awesome. Like, (laughs) (laughs) wow. Yeah, just funny that, like sometimes you just randomly take a picture of something like, hey, that's weird. Check it out. And then someone's like, oh my gosh, it's the rarest thing in the world. You're like, oh, <laughs> all right. I thought it looked odd. You know, that's yeah. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I wonder why I'd never seen anything like it before. Because <laughs> literally no one's ever seen this before. That's why. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Well, I guess we're on the the good news bandwagon, and it seems to be all <laughs> focused around conservation biology. That's fine. Uh, I put I found, iron right around your wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. It's fine. I can't get out of it. Uh, I, I came across this article from the Chicago Tribune about uh, fish species recovery around Chicago. So, mm-hmm. th- put this into perspective: thirty years ago, about the time we were all busy being born. There were fewer than True. 10 species in the Chicago and Calumet rivers in the area that they could find when they, when they did studies in the 80s. Wow. Fewer than 10 fish species. Wow. Now, now they are finding 60 different species. Hey. hey. 60. That's exciting. Yes. I was like, unless I'll one of them is the this. Asian carp, then that's bad. That's not supposed to be there. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I didn't get the detailed list uh, <laughs> of which ones. <laughs> but which is it? Know, the snakehead? Like the snakehead? Cool. Don't want that one either. Oh. Like the <laughs> species we want there. That's a question. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's crazy, but it's it's just insane. It's the the amount of conservation work that has gone up there have has just been insane to what they've done with the water like they've built underground tunnels to help aerate water and move it more efficiently they've oh, wow. you know, I know channeled and all sorts of stuff yeah right like they've done some channeling and canals and, and stuff like that and yeah. to like divert traffic and kind of improve water quality in some areas and do like a water runoff and watershed conservation stuff i didn't know about underground tunnels that's like a whole new level tunneling between rivers right to increase water flow to to carry chlorinated water in different directions uh from the natural water and just just insane amounts of infrastructure that they've had to go in but because you know basically they had to do all that because they were using the rivers as their infrastructure yeah and then when they could no longer do that they had to build it up and around and through and between everything yeah. else which is why it was like oh like it's so it's so crazy to think about the amount of work that's gone into that <clears throat> that's one thing i think people need to remember chicago is a port city right <laughs> that's a that's a fact that's lost on a lot of people based on its geographic location because it's in the midwest yeah, right. I think yeah. you can see it if you put your nose in the crease of the map. There you go. <laughs> Deep cut number three. You're welcome. Uh, the, <laughs> but it's in the middle. It's in the middle of the United States, so you don't think about it as a port. You know what I mean? But Chicago historically is a huge port city, right? Railway and port just distribution hub. And the amount of river traffic and lake traffic and, you know, all that stuff is immense historically. So that's pretty impressive that they were able to do turn that around. Because, yeah, that the industrial complex and shipping complex that is Chicago is huge, right? You can't, you can't underestimate the size of this the scale of how much stuff moves through that city, you know, even now, right. It's still a big port city. Can't deny just the scale of that. <clears throat> and we forget about it. Cause it's, 
you know, the middle of the country. We don't think about, we often forget about the Great Lakes shipping aid lanes, you know, <laughs> when we talk about, you know, shipping and distribution and, and stuff like that. We kind of forget. I think we, we might know about it a little bit, but we kind of forget about the Great Lakes. We think about like, Florida, lost the port of Los Angeles, New York even yeah. is a port city, yeah. but we forget about Chicago. <laughs> yeah, no, we totally we totally forget that Chicago is not just a port city, but an international like shipping container oh, yeah. port city. Yeah. Right? Like, like not, shipping yeah. containers like, from Asia and 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 China and Australia like, come into yeah, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Right, right? Like it's <laughs> Yeah. That's a weird sentence. But it's yes. true. Like, yeah. <laughs> the Great Lakes, the Great Lakes uh, shipping lanes are enormously trafficked, you know. And it's it is kind of it's a weird thing. You don't think about these places like being just massive shipping hubs, but yeah, Chicago, international port city. What? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. not yeah, we're not just talking to Canada, one. right? We're not just talking because it's like right across from Canada. Not, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, friendly neighbors to the north, but we're not yes. quite counting you in on this right well, now. Well, we are, but like, that's not the only reason. It's, you know it's I mean? a yes and. Yeah. It's a yes and. <laughs> yeah, but yes and also South Korea. Like, yes. what? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. So. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. That's pretty impressive that they've done that much work up there. Yeah. Good deal. So. Yeah. That's pretty neat stuff. Good, good for you, Chicago. Yeah. Nice job. <laughs> that can- <laughs> oh. Man, they're going through some weird stuff, aren't they? You heard about what they're doing? Who's in, they? Uh, Chicago. Uh, in, no, uh, I don't in know. Recent, uh, so, uh, for geopolitical uh, reasons, uh, Chicago has um, what's it called? It's the High District, um, Hyde District, right? Uh, hold on, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, Hyde Park, Chicago. It's the really, really nice, fancy yeah. part. It's on the yeah. island of Chicago because there's an there's a part of the town that's kind of on an island in between the rivers. Yeah. Um, in recent nights, the looting and uh, destruction has been so bad that they have been raising all of the bridges onto the island at nighttime. Oh. I didn't know that. Yes. So uh, I, I've seen this movie. Uh, it's called Batman, um, where they That's raise true. the bridges so it's people can't get off the island. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's now a nightly occurrence where every night at like 8 p.m., all the bridges go up. And they don't come back down until like six or seven the next morning. Dark night rises. That's yes. bizarre. Yeah, to prevent looting because they they had people were coming in from all the suburbs and surrounding area were dr- literally mm. driving U-hauls into downtown and smashing into storefronts and then looting and piling everything in the U-haul and driving away. What the heck? Yeah, no, mm. I missed that somehow. I don't know how yeah, that happened. It crazy <laughs> so they're i'm like what a and they're like it's not just shops that they're but they're like houses on there too where people are now like well i guess we're on the island tonight <laughs> huh yeah wow. I, didn't, I didn't know that yeah it, uh, anyway chicago there you go there you go <laughs> i seem to have li- i seem to recall liking chicago when i was there again this was 
Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen. This was a long time ago. I have not been stuff these memories. Yeah, I haven't been to Chicago since Boy, I'm gonna go with Oh my gosh. I don't know. I think early middle school? No, that's before that even, probably. So yeah, I mean I remember taking the train from St. Louis to Chicago. Yeah, we Um, did that. We did that. And then I think we went one more time. We drove up there once. We drove up there with mom. Um, yeah, from Illinois we to, with yep. Barb and them. And we went to the mall and got the sand uh, layering things. I don't know. We did do that. That's true. 90, I still have 90s, that somewhere. 90s in a box at dad's this. house. The cool yeah, the colored sand. It layer yeah. it. <laughs> Yo, what's then, up? I do have it. a distinct memory of uh, being in, the, in some sort of food court thing, uh, eating. Uh, hot dogs. The, the 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 only association I had with Chicago, uh, when, especially when I was younger, was the Rainforest Cafe. Yeah, that's, yeah, we also went to that. I remember that. Remember. That was like the only reason. Like I thought, like that was like the biggest thing in Chicago. That's true. Because that, and I was like, you know, we're in Illinois, so clearly there's <laughs> you know the best thing to go to. And I was like, oh, Chicago is actually like a legit city. Oh yeah. my bad. But you would have been very very young because i am not putting myself older than fifth grade when we did this um, I, I remember i remember going on trips with when it was just mom and myself and we we used to go mm-hmm. um, Oh really? but but then we went oh what year was that it was the same summer that we as the choir went up to carnegie hall up in new mm-hmm. york and mm-hmm. then it was that same summer because we got back I had to do laundry that night. And then the next day we went up to Cedar Rapids, Ohio for band. Oh, we we came, we went coming back. We went to Chicago where we saw blue man group. Nice. Um, right. And, but I I just remember walking around like the, the pier and stuff and all that. And I was like, Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, there is, you know, all this stuff here. I forgot about that. But that was, I think that was like, that must've been like 2009, 2010 must've been. Yeah, probably. That sounds about right. Yeah. But I haven't been since. Yeah. I'm going to go with somewhere around fifth grade, possibly younger. I definitely remember wearing a Chicago Bulls t-shirt, obviously, because it was in the mid to late nineties. So that's what you did. Um, (laughs) I I mean, I I would like to go back uh, because I have fond memories of it and I would like to see more of the city and do more. I I only have vague memories. Right. Yeah. I do remember. Like, I do have a very distinct memory of we 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 went to the Field Museum the first time, right? Mm. When we took the train up there. Yeah. So I do remember going to the Field Museum. That was so cool. Even when I was a kid, <laughs> I was like, "This is the coolest thing ever." But I have a very distinct memory of because <clears throat> I've been to like St. Louis and Kansas City, you know, and you're like, "Oh, these are some pretty big buildings." When you're driving through like that part of oh. Kansas City, I remember getting. I, we took a taxi somewhere to the rental car place or something. And I remember driving, I was in the backseat of this taxi looking out the window, like, Oh my God, <laughs> like through downtown Chicago, just like mm. a gas, like, Oh my word, this is enormous. <laughs> like I have this very vivid memory. of just like staring, like sort of like looking up out the window, like putting my head on the window and looking up and just being like, geez, Louise, this is Cool. Like I've been that. <laughs> I have that yeah. very distinct memory. 
the rest of it's very vague. I do remember sitting in traffic for about 97 hours uh, one afternoon, driving back from somewhere. I think probably from the museum. The afternoon we left the museum, we're on a freeway, just like not moving for what felt like an eternity. I don't know how long it actually was. But for me, it was like, this is literally the longest thing ever. I've never been on a highway sitting still before. This is very weird. Mm-hmm. And I don't, it might not have been that exact one, but I remember doing that, having to sit on the highway a couple times when we would drive up with mom and sitting in the blue suburban. And that was still the time where the best advice for that they gave was if you're going to sit for a long time in your car, just turn it off. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so sitting in there with the windows rolled down and the car turned off on the interstate, just being like, what? <laughs> what is this? Why? Are I do vaguely recall that. Yeah. <laughs> when we were all in there. <laughs> yes I don't remember yeah, I just have these like vague memories of like a mall a park sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lake Michigan like, like I know I've, I, I have this vague memory of like kind of the Lake Michigan beach like this kind of thing but I don't really have any other like solid ones so yeah it would be kind of mm-hmm. cool to go back there I don't really know what else to do, but yeah. Okay. Neat. Okay, so that's it. We, we're uh, taking the train. Uh, meet, at, meet at my house. And we'll, uh, the- <laughs> Does it still go? Does it still do that? Did he still? Yeah, there's a train, train depot here where you can get on it. Is and there go really? Into, yeah, and go into Kansas City or St. Louis. Come on, really? What? I yeah. was unaware of this. No, yeah, it's an Amtrak. Tell me more. Stops in town. And really? It, it yeah, it stops like three, four times a day. Yeah, I'm like, what? are you kid? Are you kidding me? And they're like, oh yeah, no, it's just it's just a thing. So <laughs> the reason this comes up is because the town. sent out a questionnaire because they're basically trying to rebrand as a town and get better messaging and they were like (laughs) okay interesting i don't have the um uh the blood pressure uh to go back through this but uh it was like when you think of sedalia what do you think of when you tell people, oh, oh, sorry, I said the town. I'm not supposed to say that. Uh, We've said it like and, 75 times okay. before. Shh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. When you tell people where you're from, what do they say? What are their thoughts? And it, was question, it was things like, where is that? Is that where the state <laughs> fair is? Uh, what do they have to do there? Other. And other, I, I put like, meth problem, huh? And <laughs> because seriously, like, I mean, that was... That's the real problem here. I mean, that's literally uh, anywhere in Missouri. Let's be fair. I know, but it's real bad. Uh, and the cops are to the point where they're putting out like, like a lot of like, there have actually been a huge increase in fentanyl overdoses here in town the last month. Again, like, like that's everywhere bad. in Missouri. I know. So, and, and then it was asking like, when you think of the town as a person, what are the characteristics that you think of or the last community? Yeah. The last community event that you went to. Oh, first it was like, what are the community events we're known for? And I was like, uh, um, <laughs> that's a good question. It's a great question. You have three spaces. I have one answer. <laughs> we have a farmer's market that I'm aware of. Uh, yeah. And well, the Christmas answers parade. are, 
the answers that I put were uh, the state fair, obviously. I mean, um, yeah. The the downtown bike races that come through once a year. Oh, that's and, true. And the uh, Scott Joplin Music Festival. There's yeah. a Scott Joplin Music Festival. See, huh. um, well, yeah, I, I know that either. Yeah, uh, oh. and so you know they were asking like, what, like if you've moved here, what keeps you here, and kind of stuff, and I was like, Bleh. but. You know, it was like all these questions and none of them were, they were all just like, what do you want us to, how can we whitewash the town to make it more appealing for people? Right. None of it was the answering the fact of like, like the big question I want to know and ask the city council is the town's population. And I, I know I've told you this guys before, but the town's current population is the exact same as when my house was built over a hundred years ago. Why? Yeah. Right. Like that tells me something. And it doesn't really sound like the questions you're asking are getting at that. You, you, there's a problem here there. And, and this may be a first step in that direction, but if you're not even like the questions weren't even around like housing or infrastructure or anything like that, it was like, what are we known for? And I was like, you're known for the goober burger, which is peanut butter on top of a hamburger, which is freaking disgusting. And that tells you everything you need to know about the town, right? Like it's, (laughs) Wow, violent response to peanut butter on hamburger. Why why would you put peanut butter on top of a hamburger? I mean what? I think I've actually had that before. Oh my god. Because gosh. I think I was at a restaurant and I was like No, I have to know what that's like. <laughs> it's so disgusting. <laughs> I don't really have any recollection of being offended or liking it so it must have been pretty like mm, yep that's a thing okay anyway I'm sure again like, it's <sighs> right i get it i get it but it's like i don't know they, they it's just one of those things of like you have to at some point decide what you're going to hit your wagon to and yeah for for this point from up until now the town has really basically been like we're where the state there is that's and that's what they that's what they're known for that's like are you going to continue that or are you going to lean into things like the Katie Trail? The fact that you have a train depot that has a train that nobody yeah. knows about. I didn't or, know about that. Right. Or an art museum that nobody goes to. <clears throat> or the downtown area with brand new shops that are opening up that don't get any highlights because, yeah. you know, the big box stores on the west side of town are opening up and they get all the glamour. Like, yeah. what are you going to do here? And yeah, our town definitely does a lot of like highlighting the downtown thing. Like they have been, um, like I said, they're redoing, they're kind of like re again, we have a downtown, I've mentioned this before. We have a downtown flooding problem. So currently they're addressing that. Uh, but they've done a lot of stuff like where we had Shana's graduation party downtown. They had built this like big pavilion. I had no idea it was there. Right. Down by the old, by the railroad tracks. And we still have a bit of a railroad depot. But it's just kind of like a, it's not big. It's kind of like a track merger, which is why it trains weight in like a pass-through place. It's not like mm-hmm. an offloading zone anymore. But there's all these old buildings that that's where they used to be. That's what it was. So we have this front street right there. It just goes right parallel to the railroad tracks. <clears throat> and uh, they've been doing that. They've been, they really pushed the revitalizing of the downtown street with all the old brick buildings where the stores are, you know, mm-hmm. there's new stores down there. There's a pharmacy that expanded to a new like soda fountain thing. They have, yeah. uh, they're currently painting a mural 
another one, which is, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. But <laughs> it's really, <laughs> yeah. So they we they have this one mural on the side of this building. They've already painted one, and it's like really cool, and it's kind of like town history, and it's got like all this stuff on it. It's really it's good. It's really interesting. The guy that painted it's it's really good, right? And I don't remember his name is, but he's like a muralist. He's a pretty renowned guy. He's doing. He's the same guy that's doing this new one. There's this like grain silo in the track yard down there in the rail yard and it's been there for like this is like a 130 year old grain silo right it's really neat looking and they're like we should like paint something on it but we've just decided you know what we should paint on this to really solidify uh, a sense of our town and our community we should just paint generic flag and eagle on this silo sure which yeah. again, it's fine, but I've literally seen the same thing on a mailbox. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not. I, I like I like it. It's cool, but it's not representative of our town at all, right? You know yeah. what I mean? It's just kind of yeah. like generic. Like, I think it's cool. If you wanted to do, I think it would have been cool to paint something that's like a local veterans thing. If you want to do the patriotic motif, sweet, yeah. but make it like a little flavorful of where we are. Like right. let's honor our and veterans that, from our town. Right. You know and what I mean? That's the kind of thing that I get really passionate about when these discussions of like, who are we as a town? Like what's our identity? What's our mission of like, <laughs> If all you're focused is, if your only focus is how can we make ourselves more attractable to businesses, like that's, I don't think that's, I don't think that's okay. Like you're missing out on a whole swath of the, the discussion. Yeah. Right? If the whole thing is how do we get better tax incentives for businesses to come in? You will lose the soul of your town. Right? I mean, you that's will, fair. But like, I think our town does a pretty good job because we have some big industry in our town, right? We sure. have like, international industry here uh in a weird like town with like 15,000 people in it what the heck <laughs> and they you know it's kind of it's they've done a pretty good job of like okay we're bringing this business into our community okay so this is where our people are going to work now we're going to give our people places to go like right. what are they going to do when they're not working right like, I don't well, know if I mentioned this, but they they just bought 50 acres uh, <clears throat> south of the park. And at least half of it is going to be for an expansion of the park. Hmm. So, like, some of it's going to be for housing, like a new housing, because there's not enough housing <clears throat> ever, right? Uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> but... So expanded some housing developmental housing areas, but at least oh, I think over fifty percent of what they bought is going to be for the expansion of the park. Sure, which is and pretty cool because like our like that's what our town is known for. It's the park. When you talk about our town, it's the park, yeah. right? The South Park. We have a North Park. We have another one too. It has like baseball fields and all that stuff. But the South Park is where people go and like hang out and do stuff. Yeah. And, like and where that, the Y is and the golf course. That's where people go. That's what yeah. See, there's that's, a walking that's, trail that's, and there's like bicycling stuff. Like, yeah, that's a town that goes, this is an asset. 
we can we need to lean into this and continue to invest in it. Yeah. But so I was I, I was even, impressed with that. I thought that was a yeah. good choice. I was like, hey guys, Absolutely. all right, nice. But I don't even I don't even think this town <laughs> knows what its assets are yet. Right. Yeah. That's what they're they're trying to figure that out and go. Yeah. What is it that makes us better? What make what is it that yeah. makes us us? And that's yeah. it. I, I I understand that. I'm just like. But I see all the other work that's going on in the background, all the tax initiatives, all of the things on yeah. the ballots, all the funding. And I'm like, so they're they're moving, they're racing ahead in one step with all but these not, initiatives, not supporting but, it in the other one, but not supporting anything in the other one. And it's like, and the, oh, the, then, then there's the side, side to the conversation of like, oh, but what do we want to be known about? Oh, yeah, what do we want? You know, I was like, yeah, but you just invested like millions and millions of dollars in all this infrastructure for for industry. Mm. And and are moving the image in one way, yeah. but you're not mm. like these need to be will, at the same time. Uh, right? I will say there is a benefit to having the industry, right? Not only do you have a large job benefit, but here's one interesting example: is we were getting uh, electricity, like the city switched electricity co-op company things, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and it was cool for a little bit and then uh or they did something <clears throat> they adjusted with the co-op providers or whatever because the electric co-op that's a whole bizarre situation if you're not familiar with what that is listeners don't worry it's confusing and, and no one actually knows what it means yeah. anyway <laughs> yeah they were they getting from the and the rates just started going up and up and up right so everybody the whole city the electric rates were going higher and Tyson's was like, yo, what the heck? <laughs> if you don't knock this junk off, we're going to have to leave. We'll leave and we'll take all our thousands of jobs with us. Sure. We'll go somewhere else. And the city was like, oh, you, uh, all right. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. Hey, let's look at, And then they, we switched back to the other. <laughs> so our, our electric rates dropped back to where they had been before. Nice and stable. So there's some benefit well, to when they're that, like, yo, yeah. yo. I'm come on, help us out here. Like and we're not, we're using yeah. all of your power. Okay, yeah, you gotta get us a deal. Here. We're gonna work this out. Some bargaining stuff, and yeah, don't hear what I'm not saying. As far as like anti-industry or development, oh no, 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 that no. Kind of I thing. just I just have one very specific instance it, that I could right. think of that happened here. But it does allow you certain advantages for those kind of things. It's just when the city is, it seems so lost as far yeah. as what they what they even want yeah right? they, they uh, you do have, have to no remember idea. like okay these industries are here that's cool our citizens are working there what yeah. do we do now yeah to help yeah. build our community how, how to make do it better we, how do we retain right? them how do we keep people right. here how do we because we have easy. some problems with housing right we have some areas that need help uh but they're working on some stuff. They're doing some road revitalization to kind of get traffic into other areas to bring, they do really try to get business funneled downtown to the more locally run areas. Yeah. Or they, there's lots of, you know, yeah, Go I ahead. will say that they they recently in a really good move is they actually expanded the quote unquote historic district uh, in downtown, mm-hmm. uh, which which officially includes our house now. now hey, there you I go. don't know. 
I don't know what that does. I don't it's know. Probably anything. not good. I don't. I don't. I don't know. That means anything. you can't paint your house without anybody without telling the city. <laughs> sure. Right? I can't. I can't t- tear anything down around. I don't think it declares the building historic, but I think it just means that you're in a historic like, area. Yeah, the area. So I think that that puts restrictions or like again, I have no idea. They they weren't like with this move, we'll be able to dedicate yeah. X number of dollars to renovations of streets or whatever. They were just like, and this is the historic district. Ta-da. Mm. And I'm like, so it can just crumble more peacefully now, I guess. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but so I'm like, th- there are some of these, these small moves. It's just, I get fired up when, when I so worry that the whole point will be, we just need, we just need to attract businesses and get jobs in here, and then that'll solve all of our problems, right? Like, like, yeah. yeah. But, but, what about the? If you're asking questions about the town, what is? What do you want the town to be no, to to visually appear to be to have a feeling of and to be known for? Um, as opposed, you know, being known for being friendly to businesses is great, awesome. But what are the business people going to be doing there on the off time? Yeah, right. right. What are like, they giving back to the community? What are they? Right. Where do those yeah, people that work there spend their money in town? Where do, do they go right. for recreation? What are they? Right. You know, and yeah. I, will say, I will say one of the some of the questions were really good about like, do you go somewhere else in the state to shop or to recreate? Where do you go and why? And I was like, okay, that's a really good question because that's going to tell you like why people are leaving, and I can tell you why most people are leaving is because there's nothing to do right yeah <laughs> which is again you have to start somewhere it just yeah when i when i saw that survey come across my desk i just got this like this pulsing vein in my head and i was like oh no oh gosh okay <clears throat> be kind yeah there is a, a i will quickly bring up that the uh the other end of the spectrum which is the town that i work in and i do not work in the same town that i live in if so there's like in Southwest Missouri, there's like a town every several miles and there, you yeah. know, <clears throat> all that stuff. So, uh, <clears throat> it steadfastly refuses to do anything, mm. right? We have, they have this chronic problem of, uh, they can't get money into the town to pay for stuff. Nobody will vote to expand city limits. Uh, they can't, without voting to do that, they can't expand city resources like sewer and electricity uh, and water. They can't mm-hmm. provide more housing because that's a chronic problem in the place where I work is that there's no housing. There's none. Can't get it. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Part of the problem is there's, it's surrounded by like farmland and these people are like, no. They will not, you know, they're there. You can't go anywhere because it's like, oh, these people own this and the city can't go that way because there's this farmland. <clears throat> and then there's this constant like back and forth of anytime any land becomes available, one of like five people buys it. Yeah. Before immediately. The- it's like this land barren thing happening, right? Like, <laughs> so they can't go. They won't expand it. The only major business in the whole town is actually located outside the city limits by like feet. So like, they're not, oh my gosh, it's so well, ridiculous. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, and that's that's this, this the whole like I see people discuss in the town of like 
they get angry when property values go up because that means that their taxes are going to go up too. And, and I just, I, <laughs> I can't, <laughs> I, I don't know what to do with those kind of statements because on the one hand, they complain about the city not having money to do anything. But yeah. on the other hand, they're like, can't believe how much my house value rose last year. Now they're going to raise the price on, you know, raise my taxes on it. And I'm like, you- that's true. But I have also never heard anybody say, oh, no, my house is now more valuable. Ah, how terrible. <laughs> Come to my town where people complain about it. That's weird. We- I've never heard anybody out here say it ever. We were in our house for eight months, nine months, and the assessor came through and was like, due to raising um, property values, we are increasing taxes. And people were like, they were filing complaints about assessments of their property values, trying to get them lowered and devalued so that they wouldn't have to pay higher taxes and all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, I'm just looking around going, I'm sorry, but do you want the potholes fixed or not? Because who's like, some like people are we need to pay for that to make it nice. You can't complain that it's not nice and then not pay for it. Like I'm sorry, yeah. like those two things like wh- I don't understand and don't have an answer for it, that. It's it's definitely more I mean no, nobody likes taxes, obviously, right? No. Course, but like on the local level is we actually see the benefit of it happening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like nationally, I have no idea what's happening with my tax money. It's probably being misappropriated horribly. But like don't don't look at the graphs or charts that tell you like per every dollar that you pay in federal taxes where it goes. It's very depressing. Yeah, I totally agree. You, like, like, I would pay. I would gladly. I'm gladly pay more in local taxes to actually see good things happen. Like that's where I would want my dollars. Because yeah, I want my I want my city to be better. You know, yeah, I want the people in my town to be better. I want the people yeah. who are running the services, who are sitting behind the front desks, who are out doing inspections. <laughs> I want them to be able to earn more right for the yeah, you know, I, want my, I want my i want my uh you know department people to be well equipped i want my you know these this is important to me uh, <laughs> like, yeah no so and I, so I don't it's know. things it's things like that where i'm like i don't think like don't my know. other city services i want them working like my water i want that to be functional i want <laughs> yeah no i I'd, I'd love for you know the city to be able to do like more code enforcement that they have in place so that these houses that have been sitting derelict and like are literally falling down for years and years, something can be done with them, right? Like those, like so action can be taken on those um, oh, and get God, start. A- you would. <laughs> yeah. Another one that we, another town around here dealing with, but like, yeah, Archie's doing that. They're, they're one of their dad, they're cleaning up some old buildings that are falling down they're kind of going through and in the town area and getting that straightened out and I, hopefully that's going well I don't know how but like they're so exactly that, like cordoned off and there's just like sinks hanging on all three stories up. Yeah. oh that's do that <laughs> sweet sorry and go ahead oh no sorry. so what I was going to say is that that's kind of you know Bartlesville is kind of considered like a real stagnant town because you know it being Bartlesville, the pretty much oil capital for years, uh, it has a lot of old money and 
a few weeks ago when Shelby and myself, you know, had a date downtown. It's like, oh, this this is here. Like, oh, this is here. And then we got lost going through like the the old money district, which is like all these really nice houses. But then the moment you turn a block, there I mean there's just these like houses and roads that just aren't being focused on but all the money is going to that area because you know there's still a lot of old people that live there that still you know are pretty prominent members of the of the you know city and Bartlesville is like it it just isn't growing it's just kind of stagnant like there's a lot of nursing homes here there's a lot of, of of those kind of facilities um, but there's also not a lot that brings people here except for ConocoPhillips or the college. And that's really about it. And uh, I definitely agree with Collins. Like, I'd be happy to, you know, pay more in taxes just to have have stuff, you know, propped up or, you know, furnished better. But I'm also in the same boat where I'm moving and I'm like, ah, Bartlesville doesn't get my money anymore. So, uh but it, it, Bartlesville is is a, a stagnant town. Like it has a mall, but there's maybe like five stores in it now because mm. you know it's it's owned by you know older rich people that are like, oh, you know, the rents this gets people in there, and then they jack the price up. And it's like, well, no, like the city needs yeah. to help and step in and you know actually promote that because if you get more things in here, people actually shop more. And because I went there over tax free weekend uh, to watch some baseball at Buffalo Wild Wing, no surprise. And there was like <laughs> where no one the, there and there's still no mask ordinance. And I was like the only one wearing a mask like in the mall. And like there was just no one there. And people either leave town to go shopping or they just, you know, order it online. And so nothing is. Is grandeur. And so it's just kind of it just it's it's not a dead town, but it's just a stagnant town where nothing is happening yeah. and. Nothing is progressing and nothing is, you know, moving. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty Ours is growing. I don't think it's going to grow fast because we built a new, like, baked a new little shopping center thing. One of those, like, strip thingies. It's not very big. It's only, like, five stores or something. <laughs> Full of stuff. There's a couple of shops there. There's some new restaurants. There's, uh, oh, the big thing we're doing, though, <clears throat> is we're building a new hospital. Yeah. Which is pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, just because, like, our, I mean, our hospital is really good. It's a, a good hospital. And it's actually did one of the best in southwest Missouri in this area. I mean, in a smaller towns thing, because there's a lot of the other towns around there isn't one. No. Because <clears throat> a lot of, a lot of small town hospitals have been closing the last few weeks because there's just, not, yep. you know, they just can't stay open and they can't do us, but ours is kind of become a hub and it was actually expanding. They're building a brand new one out here. So uh, it's supposed to be like, super awesome. I don't know what that means for the old one. I don't know what to do with that. The old one like old. Old. It used to be by nuns back in the day. It, perfect. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so you're telling me it's future? Uh, it's going to be a permanent haunted mansion, is what I'm hearing uh, from this. <laughs> but Nancy's work there. So uh, or a uh, hotel? Make it turn into yeah, a hotel? Yeah. I don't know. No. But yeah, there's a. There probably be something other, another medical thing because there's the one downtown. Like, sure, I'm sure they'll have that. Oh, there. But like, 
medical offices be. But uh, yeah, they're building all new one out here on the highway. That means new roads. Uh, new. I could have put another stoplight here, but like for the ambulance, you know, the mm-hmm. accident and all that stuff. So that's kind of cool. But that's there. They've really built and invested in that because that's a thing that our town has not a lot of other towns in this area do. It, right. That a becomes a, a medical. Our medical services are really good, you know. So, yeah, yeah that becomes a regional asset at that point, yeah. right? And you start <laughs> leaning into that. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's again, I, I, I don't, I don't hundred percent know why it the the survey triggered me and got me thinking about the town um, <laughs> the way it did. I just well, yeah, but if they're never doing anything ever, and they're not actually doing like evil things again, like yeah. I said, our city's like. They're buying, trying to solve this like systemic flooding problem that we have in our down area. Right? right. They're taking big active steps to fix this problem that's been happening for decades. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's the guys that I see that as positive. You know, mm-hmm. the road redos that they're trying to do. Allegedly, if I mentioned this, allegedly there's going to be a traffic circle somewhere. Still not hundred percent sure Fancy. where it's going. I know, right? But see, uh, not sure where. <laughs> Does it matter? Doesn't matter. It'll be there. Be the attraction. I guess you'll have to go around. Yeah, we have some some stuff. We have a a Rory University satellite campus. Who knew? Oh yeah. Uh, kind of some stuff there. So we have a regional technology center. That a lot of the high schools go to. Like, you know, we used to go to OTC in my house and when we were in school. That's where we went for all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it didn't go, but other people did. <clears throat> that place is yeah. here in town. So, <clears throat> kind of building those resources up. That's kind of nice. I like it. I mean, it grows. It grows. I didn't like it when I first was here, but. Sure. Now, once you kind of like, oh, this stuff is useful. Okay, I got you. And <laughs> <laughs> well, have that moment of like yeah. maturity, like, oh, this is like important stuff. Right. I got you. Well, yeah, and part of that too is 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 also educating some of the city res, the current city residents on things in the city that maybe they didn't know of, and doing a big yeah. push because, like, like there's the. There's the Dom Art Museum here in town, which we love. Like we go there a lot. Mm-hmm. At least we did before COVID. Um, but like it was always empty, and the the guest log was always never full, <laughs> never full, and had like days and gaps between people visiting. And yeah. I'm like, like, why isn't? Do people not know about this? Are they not impressed about the art that's here? Like, or, or like, or is he not communicating it properly? Or like, yeah. I the, think the things like the campus that's here in town of going, yeah. there are so many opportunities. Like, just yeah, it's a two year college. You need to lean into that hard and really look at the opportunities that the students mm-hmm. are bringing, that the, the classes that are there and, and the programs that they have going on there and start building that out into the community instead of just being like, yeah, it's this thing, whatever, like lean into it. Come on. So I, I <clears throat> that too, of just going assessing and looking around and helping the, the community as a whole understand like what they actually have um, yeah. versus the the preconceived notions that they may think that they're they're there. Yeah, we don't have any. Well, maybe we do, and I just don't know about because I don't go out very much. Uh, you know, obviously, like, 
We don't have like museum things, right? We did have like a county museum thing, sure. And like old VFW deal. I think they have to close that and move it because the building like falling down. But <clears throat> at this old building and that kind of stuff. I don't. But I don't. A lot of people. I, I don't think a lot of people was there. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of the next, that would be interesting next phase to think about is getting that stuff going. Oh, I do, we do have another festival. We have a we have the July fireworks thing. That's huge. Normally, yeah. they have a huge like the park like full of, like festival thing, <clears throat> like Fourth of July, and then there's huge fireworks display, and then there's also a sometime in, I guess September, I think there's a Hispanic Heritage Festival park. Again, I don't know about here. I don't know about here. But normally, there's a Hispanic Heritage Festival. There was something else in downtown, maybe. Very themed thing or other. I don't know. But yeah, there was that. That was a, that's a big The Hispanic Heritage Festival is a big one. Man. Yeah. That one's really see, cool. Like see, things like that. <laughs> like, like, more people need to know about that. Like, And I think that can be overlooked from a city organizer, event planner kind of mentality of like, oh, yeah, this is an event we've had for years and years. Uh, mm-hmm. What else is out there? But like really taking a hard look at that and going, does yeah, everybody know? One. Right? Does yeah. everybody know about this? How can we get more people involved? In oh, more and everybody knows right? about fireworks, though. Sure, I'm, people <laughs> from the county come over. It's right? just an example. You, I'm sure people are. <laughs> No, I'm serious. When I you bet. go, because normally, normally, under non-insane conditions, we go. Our park is right, it's kind of like by the golfers, right? What we always do is that everybody parks on the side of the highway. They park in the park. It's full. You can't get in. They park on the highway. It's fine. The cops are like, "Yep, they're all out there patrolling, doing all this stuff, direct traffic, and everything." People park on the highway, jump the ditch, and just go sit on the golf course. Walk out to the fairway. Hmm. Boom. And the things go off everywhere. Can actually, there's actually a thing you can walk under the highway at one point. It's not really super convenient, but you can do it it's down there. Okay. You go into the park, all the festivals, food, and all that stuff. You can go sit on the golf course. People sit on the highway. People sit in the parking lots of business. Like, they go in and they order food and then they bring it outside and sit in their cars and watch the fireworks. It's sure. it's crazy. It's just so many people. It's ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. again, like yeah, things like things like that where you're able to go like, like where like obviously that's a huge strength. So as from the city's perspective, going like we need to make this better like we need to get more businesses involved we need to make it more accessible we need to make it more convenient for people we need to to build this out add attractions add you know services Mm -hmm. in these areas where people are parking and like and it in and and not saying that they're not doing that that's just as an example for people yeah yeah, yeah. you know if you're thinking about it in, in in your town and going like really thinking about how best to serve the community and I it just I always hope that those conversations are going on, but I worry that they <laughs> they, that they aren't yeah. that they aren't right. That's They're just the going, point is like yeah, you can't you can always go what what new thing can we do? Sometimes it's good say what's the thing that we do right and with more 
Right. Do exactly. <laughs> yeah. Start no, there. Right. Because right. then, then you're coming from a position of strength and confidence and, and like yeah. history and character too of like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is the one thing. Sure. Let's go with it. You lean into the Farkin goober burger and you go, this is the thing we're hanging our hat on. And we yeah. need to, we're, we're going to, we're really going to market this. And because this is the one thing we've got and we're going to, everyone's mm-hmm. going to know about the history of this. And, and we're going to have four or five different places in town that serve it and market it and certain things. And like, we're, we're going to do that fine. But to go like, what new thing can we create? Like, what's the new, you know, food dish that's going to define the town? It's like, stop it. Yeah. Like, you already have something. Come yeah. on, just you do have it. one thing. Go for it. We need to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you actually made to like it? That's it. You're stuck with it now. Sure. Exactly. Right. For better or worse. And then you can lean into like the, the, the awkwardness of it. Like the, you lean into that part of like, yeah, yeah I know it's peanut butter on a hamburger. I know it's really weird and kind of gross. It's what, it's what we got. Ta-da. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I don't know. I just, it's a, uh, it's always an interesting discussion to see towns grappling with what they want the future to look like. And especially whenever they start opening up to the public, because I think that's really beneficial. The interesting thing will be whether they make the public comments public. Right. So they solicited, yeah. they solicited comments from people. I, with no note about how they're going to report back or how it's going to be used in decision making or whatever. So I don't know if we're going to get like a pie, you know, lots of pie charts or, you know, kind of yeah. summary from from them. Probably we'll see nothing. Uh, and, and then they'll come out in next year and be like, well, here's the new uh, town colors and our banner. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Like, sweet. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. town does that. They really lean into the whole, like, like the school colors. You know, there's lots of, it's a thing. But I like yeah. them. They're not really pleasant, but boom, here we yeah. are. We have a slogan. It's great. I don't love it, but boom, it's on the towers. It's here. It's on the sign. Like the history of historic town, boom. Yeah, all right. Alliteration. It's pride and progress. That's not bad. You know, whatever. But it's okay. (laughs) I do like the other end. Good job. Uh, But yeah, Yeah, it's one of those things. Like you could do worse. At least you have something, right? At least you're using. At least you're leaning into the colors that you have, so that people know. Like, like town colors, like. Yeah, I mean it's not really like they kind of a lot, a lot of places like kind of into the local school color, you know. Well, sure, because I think of the things it's painted in different color, but we never. Yeah. It's fine. Well, I remember growing up in Rogersville, right? Every how right. everything maroon, every, maroon right? You, you immediately knew maroon. Yeah. Sure, like you knew it was not. Yeah, it's, it's not. not an it's just color. it's one thing, and I know I know your towns that have like, multiple schools and stuff. It's harder. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. I didn't get that. I know about but, like, you know, like in, in Tulsa, you can't do that. But like, St. <laughs> Louis isn't big. doing that. Right. Saint, yeah. Springfield, we like 70s, like, well, like what, five big high schools. You, know, you can't do that. But... So. It's not bad in the smaller one. You have one. Oh, go for it. 
So <laughs> it, uh, it sounds like we're all running for city council. I like that. That's uh, next week's uh, challenge. Run for city uh, council. I don't think they want me in there. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm putting it on there. Challenge run for city council. Oh, dear. <laughs> I did. We just did. We recently did local elections. <laughs> election you know for the primary yeah and, and i i did have to uh do my civic duty and look up what the heck a county commissioner did because i was like i actually don't know what their job duties are uh, <laughs> <laughs> i've ne- didn't you know i'd um because we've haven't been here long enough they didn't have a an election for him last time because he ran unopposed. So yeah. he wasn't so he, he ran opposing it somebody this time and I was like, Oh yeah, like what do oh, you yeah. do? Do you commission? Yeah, I was like what commission what? <laughs> <laughs> so well now, now you know. Now I know. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Uh, well, well, I think we've reached Collins eight hours, so I think it's time. <laughs> it's, uh, well, we I mean, mostly we just solved all of those problems, so we can go ahead and jump off the call. That's, That's what, you know, we had to stick save something for we, save something for next week. So right, we need to yeah, we keep, save some problems for somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Fair so, enough. Well, you guys have a good rest of your evening. And uh, you too. You as well. We'll talk soon. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Love you guys. I love you too. Bye.